Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. Have you ever noticed how a calm mind can really set the stage for a good night's sleep? That's the idea behind our new podcast, Good Sleep. Greg, our host from Optimal Relationships Daily, is here to help ease you into a peaceful night's rest with some positive affirmations. And these affirmations aren't just comforting, they can help ease anxiety and nurture positive thoughts, setting you up for true good sleep. So, press play on good sleep tonight because a good tomorrow starts with a good night's sleep. Just search for good sleep in your podcast app and be sure to pick the one from Optimal Living Daily. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 2331. Sugar, sugar, too much is bad for your brain and memory by Dr. Jenny Brockus of drjennybrockus.com. And I'm Dr. Neil, your host and narrator. Welcome back to another edition of Optimal Health Daily. This is where I read to you from some of the best health and fitness blogs on the web, kind of like an ongoing audiobook. And we have a bunch of shows covering different topics. Check them all out by searching for Optimal Living Daily wherever you're hearing this. And now, let's get right to today's post and optimize your life. Sugar, Sugar, Too Much is Bad for Your Brain and Memory by Dr. Jenny Brockus of drjennybrockus.com. Statisticians have been telling us how Western societies are facing a tsunami of people developing dementia and Alzheimer's over the next couple of decades. This is associated with our aging population we are all living longer, so our relative risk of developing dementia rises as well. What worries me, though, is the fact that we seem to be ignoring the impact that the dramatic increase in those living with type 2 diabetes and obesity will have on these figures. Both diabetes and obesity are known risk factors for dementia. Adults who develop diabetes before the age of 65 have twice the risk of developing dementia compared to those without diabetes, and also have an increased risk of depression. It's our children, though, that worry me most. 20 years ago, the number of children diagnosed with type 2 diabetes was in the order of 2%. It was an extremely rare condition. Now, 30 to 50% of all those diagnosed with type 2 diabetes are between the ages of 9 and 19 years. Those aged in their 30s have seen a 70% increase in the number of people diagnosed. The other scary thing is that it's known that there are an even greater number of people with undiagnosed diabetes in the general population. What is type 2 diabetes? When we eat a meal, the carbohydrates in it are broken down and released into our bloodstream as sugar. 
leading to an increase in blood sugar levels. This then stimulates the pancreas gland to release insulin hormone, which works to restore the blood sugar level back to normal by sending the glucose to tissues that need it for energy or for storage. If the body is repeatedly overloaded with excess glucose, the body's ability to respond to insulin is diminished, leading to a condition called insulin resistance. Increasing amounts of insulin then get produced, but it can no longer exert its effect. This is the condition of type 2 diabetes, where blood sugar levels are consistently too high and associated with elevated insulin levels. It's different from type 1 diabetes, where the specialized glands in the pancreas are unable to produce insulin. When are we going to wake up to this risk? Those with diabetes have a higher risk of cognitive decline and dementia. In a study of 2,300 older women aged 70 to 78, they found that those without diabetes scored twice as high as those with diabetes on a test of mental abilities. It was also found that the longer the person had diabetes, the more poorly she performed. In another multi-ethnic, multi-center study of 10,000 people, the results of cognitive tests taken six years apart were compared. In the 40 to 70 year age group, diabetes was again linked to more cognitive decline. What does diabetes do to the body and brain? Diabetes affects multiple organs in the body, including the blood vessels, heart, eyes, brain, and kidneys, and is insidious in how it gradually erodes cognitive ability. Elevated blood sugar levels contribute to hardening of the arteries, which is called atherosclerosis, which increases the risk of heart disease and stroke. In the brain, this vascular damage is linked to an increase in injury to small arterioles in the brain, which can lead to tiny strokes. Having persistently elevated blood sugar contributes to damage of our brain cells, brain atrophy, and cognitive impairment. The loss of brain cells is especially prominent in the area of the hippocampus, That's the specialized brain area concerned with memory and learning. Those with diabetes who have developed diabetic retinopathy have been shown to have twice the risk of developing cognitive impairment. Excess insulin also contributes to brain damage. It's been discovered that the brain has its own insulin receptors. Increased insulin levels have been linked to increased levels of amyloid, the protein associated with plaques found in Alzheimer's. Excess insulin also has a role in stimulating inflammation and reducing the levels of acetylcholine, which is an essential neurotransmitter for memory. But it's not just those with diabetes who are at risk of impaired brain function and reduced mental performance. It's been shown that drinking a sugary glucose drink will adversely affect our ability to perform on memory tests. So the key is to avoid big swings in blood sugar levels. Because we know that diabetes is associated with an increased risk of cognitive impairment and dementia, it's vital that the message gets out to all those at risk. The good news, though, is that we know that good lifestyle choices can have a hugely beneficial effect on blood sugar control. The aim is to keep blood sugar levels within the normal range, maintain a healthy body weight, eat a nutritious and brain-healthy diet low in saturated fat, and exercise for at least 30 minutes a day by walking or performing other moderately intense activities. So my question to you is this. Can we afford to not be taking immediate steps to educating people to fully understand the consequences of accepting the recent global increases in obesity and diabetes? Our sweet tooth is killing our brain. 
you just listened to the post titled Sugar, Sugar, Too Much is Bad for Your Brain and Memory by Dr. Jenny Brockus of drjennybrockus.com. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. In school, we learned that having blood sugar levels that are too low is most dangerous. In fact, if our blood sugar levels get too low, we can fall into a coma. If our blood sugar levels continue to drop, it is deadly. Luckily, our bodies are really good at keeping our blood sugar levels at a minimum level so that we, again, don't fall into a coma and die. But what happens when blood sugar levels stay too high? The body's not so great at lowering blood sugar levels, especially when we have insulin resistance and, of course, diabetes. Now, having high blood sugar levels isn't really life-threatening, at least in the short term. Instead, as Dr. Brockus explained in today's post, high blood sugar levels over time, which is basically what diabetes is, can start to damage our blood vessels and may reduce our brain's ability to work at its best. So as Dr. Brockus said, if we can maintain a healthy body weight, stay active, and eat nutritious foods, we might be able to keep our blood sugar levels in check and in turn, keep our blood vessels and brain functioning at their best. All right, that'll do it for the Thursday episode. I hope you have a great rest of your day and I'll be back here tomorrow for the Friday Q&A where your optimal life awaits.